I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Yo! Hey! How are you? I'm great, how are you? I'm fantastic. Good. This is toxic and problematic. It is. I'm Slim Fast. That's Laszlo. Yeah. Our producer isn't here today, so hopefully all of this works. I got a bad feeling that we're going to sit here for an hour and talk, and then it's we are streaming this whole thing live sure. on Twitch, which you can just go to uh, Twitch.tv/churchoflaszlo. Just search Church of Laszlo, get the app, whatever. And uh, we wouldn't be on it now. I'm saying in the future. We we, oh. we record this thing live every week, and uh, you can also we're on there throughout the week anyway. So uh, this particular week we're recording early on a saturday morning usually we record i'd say we've done this what twice before once before right. we've had to get up in the morning and do it early normally we would do it on a friday afternoon but lazo you had a basketball game with your kid I last did. night against a bunch of fifth graders yeah how'd that go they whooped our ass the fifth graders did they did they were good man they were good that's the best ba- i've coached my kids both my kids in basketball now for a long time so I, my oldest is now in high school so we're done with that but I coached him since he was three all the way through the eighth grade or seventh grade, I guess. And then he played for the middle school team. And then my youngest, I've done the same thing. And now he's in sixth grade. We've never come across a team that good. This is the team that you said was. They shot 75% from three, man. From three? From the three-point range. They in had some kid who was just grade? dang it. But like, there's nothing we could do. And I thought, honestly, I thought the kids on our team played as hard as they could. Like, they weren't even upset afterwards. It literally, we were just like, we went afterwards. I said, hey, there's some things we could have done more. We could have put our hand in their face a little bit more, pushed them around a little bit more. But honestly, I was texting Chacho afterwards because he's with his mom. And he was like, yeah, even, you know, we could have gotten out and played a little bit more defense. They still would have beat us, Dad. And I'm like, oh, they would have. Instead of by 20, they'd have beat us by 10. I can't. No I didn't. If you told me that fifth graders never shoot threes or that it's super we rare, we shoot them too. You but do? Yeah. I didn't. Is it? And they're. But we're normal. Like I think we went like two for seven or something. And, they went like, honest to God, I think they went. I, I have the stats, but I think they went like eleven for sixteen. They had thirty-three points off threes. And the goals are regulation. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Man, so you said this team had scored in the past. You looked at their record, and they'd yeah, had they games had scored that like 95. the last two games, like ninety five, ninety two, and seventy eight or something. Yeah. So we did okay. What they score this time? Sixty two, I think. Okay, so you yeah. held them a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, and we put up thirty on them. And you said your team, your your basketball team, is a team. Of, it's the it's the football team, and now they're doing. Hey, basketball it's like together. the football team, and then two kids who play basketball. Okay. Yeah. So that was the first. And game. that kid who plays basketball, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but you know, he's good. He talks a little bit of smack, but. 
So the other kids are like, you know, he was like, well, I think I'm going to play football this year. And the other kids are like, yeah, I can't wait for that. But just because he's... Because I'm gonna, I can't wait for the Oklahoma drill while I fire your ass up. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's basically football players who are trying basketball. Well, so yesterday, which would have been a Friday... And then my assistant coach, he played college basketball. He did? He, he did. Col- wait a second. He's the assistant coach? No offense, yeah. but how does he end up being the assistant because coach? Because I think he gets too involved in it. Okay, so he... Right, so he's like, you know what? I want to sit back. His kid's on the team. He's like, I'll help. You know what I mean? I'm, we can do drills together, whatever. He's like, but he's a pretty passionate guy. And I think, like, even when he's the assistant, he's like, hey! You know, and so I, I think, like, some people just are so involved in something and they love something so much that I think he's like, you know what? My kid... I think he's just realistic. My kid's not as good at basketball as I am. Yeah. And I don't want to be screaming and yelling at him. I just want him to go out and have fun with his friends. And if I get too involved, I'm going to start screaming and yelling at right. him. Right. Do you wear a tie? Nah. Nah? Mm-mm. I don't know at what point that starts. Like, I guess if you're coaching a high school team or a junior high I team. I wear a, uh, you know, we call ourselves Southside. Okay. And uh, I wear a Shawnee Mission South hat. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Some, I, you know, some baseball coaches get the whole uniform on and stuff. I try to, you know, get a hat or something that matches. I just remember in high school seeing those basketball coaches and they wore the ties and the sports yeah. coat. I mean, they took the sport coat off. Now, when Nico was little, Chacho, my youngest, when he was little, he would come and coach with me. With John, I put him in a sport coat. Okay. And have him sit on the side. Yeah. It's, there's something about it, about the it's basketball funny. coach and a coat and yeah. tie. Well, okay, so we've done, on this podcast, I don't know how many we've done now. I don't have it in front of me, but we've done quite a few. We've talked about all kinds of things. We did. Uh, we we talked about Kanye and his downfall. We've, we it's been a while since we've done one because we were on Christmas break. So I think it's been three weeks, right, since we've done one of these podcasts. We normally do it every oh, week, yeah, but yeah, we yeah, did yeah. we did take a break for Christmas. Uh, yeah, we've interviewed a friend of ours on the show to talk about Scientology, which uh, we got good, yeah, good, good feedback on that. We plan on having more guests on in the future as well. There really isn't necessarily a theme to this show. No. But yesterday, when we were asking people on Twitch, you know, what's something that we could talk about? This motherfucker's going to bring up baby Lisa, People started talking about... I know. Like, I'm like, what do you want to talk about? And you're like, well, I pulled all this audio. I'm like, from what? And you're like, from baby... I'm like, baby Lisa? Well, people Why are we doing a podcast on baby Lisa? One, there's probably been 72 million of them. Not as many as you'd think. No. There should be more. I guarantee you. There are quite then, a few, but not as many. No one. Hey, we lived it, my man. We were here. We watched it happen. We even got involved when we were reporting what our text line was saying at the time because we were on the radio in the afternoon. I mean, and we were getting false information. At, well, actually, some of it was good information. It turned out to be. But you remember, we had news people coming into our studio asking us, "Where are you getting this information?" Because we were reporting things that they weren't, and they got mad at us. And you're like, "Hey." Right. Fuck off. We're not a news station. Yeah. I'll never forget Neither that. Are you, by the way. She was like a very, she's like the nicest person, too. I don't know if she still works over there. We don't come in here and question what my, I think she, they were probably, my the, journalist integrity. Their, their well, station was probably getting inundated with all the stuff about, hey, why are they saying that they found, I don't give a fuck. I know. I'm just saying she was friendly. She came in. She and worked said, down hey, the where, hall where at KMBZ and they gave her some fucking title, like news director or something. But that fucking station, I mean, they're the downfall of humanity. <laughs> They are, and it's not just them. I don't have any problem with it, but you, I mean, actually, they've kind of gotten away from it now, which I like, but 
For years, yeah, it was like, we're a news station, the news station. And they, do, and they do like three minutes of fucking piped-in news from ABC, and then 55 minutes of Rush Limbaugh. I'm like, that's not a fucking newsman. Yeah. So then they come down here, because I'm reading what people are telling me on the text line, like, how dare you read that? I'm like, how dare you call yourself a news director? Did she say how dare she? This is the thing, though. You when, can't when you, do that. You she remember told these... couldn't do it. Did she say we yeah, couldn't do it? You I can't trust do your memory. I trust your memory over mine, but I do know that there's been instances where there's been a little, uh, you know, run-in with someone in the building, and then we walk off, and your interpretation of it was a little different than mine. But in that instance, I felt like she was just saying, "Hey, I don't know where you guys are getting this." But you're right; she no, did say something yes. about. She did say something about like I don't think you should talk about right, that because exactly. I don't think. It, yeah, yeah and I don't said, give a fuck what you yeah, think. I'll t- say whatever I want. I'll say she flew to outer space if I want. I'll say you matter. fucking did it. Right. Yeah. I you know, know what? I saw We've got a car. new theory. <laughs> a new theory. I think this woman did it. She walked down here. She seemed suspicious, and she had baby clothes in her arm. Uh, so yesterday we were talking about how um, you know in. Dallas, when people from Dallas and and Vegas and and Seattle talk to us, there's been a lot of times where they'll bring up something where like, you know, this is the thing that I'm passionate about. This is we've done questions on the radio show before about, uh, you know, if you could have one mystery solved, what would it be? Do you remember when we did that? It seemed like a lot of those. What would your one mystery be? Some people say, I want to know what happened to D.B. Cooper. I think that's yours, Lazo. Right. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I have to think about them. it. I am interested. I think in I've heard I mean, you choose that one before. The Kennedy thing is probably pretty right. fascinating. What happened with Kennedy, I'm sure, is a right. very popular one. But it's interesting whenever we do Break that. Break down the whole Jesus thing to me yeah, with that, facts I feel only. Like, I feel like that's going to be kind of a lud town. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's this guy and some people worshipped him. But what like, if oh. it wasn't? Well, right. I mean, if it wasn't. It'd be nice to know. And they're like, no, all that shit's true. You're like... Well, that would be something. Oh, fuck, I got to get right with God. Yeah, that would definitely be something. But it's interesting when you see there's so many people that answer those questions with stuff that happened at, locally in their hometown, in their metropolitan area. This sure. the story that uh, some sort of mystery that was never solved, some sort of debate, you know, and the, the kind of thing that people still talk about when they get together at a coffee shop. Uh, years later, they're they're debating the story. Did this woman kill her kids? You know, things like that. So, look, this is not a true uh, crime podcast, but it's also not really an anything podcast. We'll talk about whatever. And if people have yeah. things they want to talk about, we can talk about it. So this will be the first time that we've talked about, I guess, it, I think this constitutes, at least, it, is it true crime or a mystery? It's both, right? I think it falls under the true crime umbrella. It's certainly there's certainly a crime I there. I think there was a crime, right? We and it's that, not solved, so right. it makes it mis- uh, mysterious. Unless, uh, unless aliens stole it, and even if aliens did come down and Man. steal the baby, that's still a crime, right? So it's a, it's 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 well, crime. I don't know. You don't think so? I don't know. If the, you, I don't know if aliens are held to our same standards of law. If they found out that aliens they did have it, a different law. then when they say this isn't true crime anymore, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, they could have different rules. They could say we make the rules around here. I'm not sure exactly yeah. how that works. We don't follow your intergalactic. You don't. Follow the intergalactic code of right, whatever. Conduct. Yeah. So we were doing radio back in 2011. At that point, Lazo, we'd only been doing radio. Can you believe this? For less than 10 years together. Isn't that hard to believe? Yeah. I mean, that is kind of fucking crazy because it, it doesn't seem like that long ago. And now well, we've been doing it for Lisa, over 20 years. Yeah. Seems like a long time ago to it me. It does to you? It does to me. And I guess it's because, you know, we used to talk about it with buddies of mine that I played golf with at the time. Yeah. And I haven't seen any of those guys in forever. Oh, so you've got, see, for like, me... There's like a thing, like, I know Pat, and I've talked to him, but I haven't seen him. Like, the last time I saw him, I ran into him somewhere, and he was with his kids. You know, that was 10 years ago. Well, one's, like, going to the University of Arkansas or something, 
Uh, right, and, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that was a long. Fucking it, yeah, time, if you, you have know. those those barometers in life that you right, could, sometimes they happen. And right, you, there's no reason why. Just you know, me and Pat doesn't hang out that much yeah. anymore. We didn't stop playing golf, and yeah. so you know, then you, like ten years later, you're like, holy shit, I haven't man. seen that guy in a long time. Right, for me, I just remember sitting right here in this very spot possibly the same chair, talking to you about it, which we've worked in a few studios over the years. Well, I guess we have worked in this one the longest. And uh, so I just think of sitting right here, and I remember going home. This person's saying, how the crap have I never even heard of Baby Lisa? I know. Well, there's a lot of people who've said they well, haven't well, heard of Baby Lisa. Well, if you were 11... Well, that's that's a good point. If you were a kid, if you're tw- in your 20s now... Yeah, then you know? maybe you didn't hear about it. And if you're not from the Kansas City metropolitan area, then there's a very good chance. Now, it was national news. It was huge national news for... I would say about two weeks. I mean, it would kind of slow down, and then some other character would pop up, which would get it back uh, on the you know front page, for lack of a better term, of Good Morning America, and Stephanopoulos would be talking about it again. But it was a couple of weeks, and then after that, it's just stayed this regional thing that people discussed. There sure. was still everywhere you went, whether it was a coffee shop, a restaurant, a gas station, there were flyers up that said, you know, where have you seen Baby Lisa call for tips? And the whole thing. We've look, I mean, even though you're not like a true crime fanatic, you are interested in the news. I think for us, the thing that was so shocking was it seemed like there was all this talk about it. We thought for sure they'd come up with some sort of theory and kind of, you know, even if they couldn't convict someone, they would say, well, just be honest. I mean, we're going to maybe we'll look like jerks now. You're like, arrest the fucking parents already. Well, in the beginning, they tried to make it look like the parents for sure. I certainly thought they did. Right. And uh, and we'll they're like, oh, I, you know, it, it was one of those things where. They keep giving you evidence, or at least theories, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and the mom keeps coming back with different stories. Her story and started to me, to I'm like that. But it's also that part of the thing where it's like, just because she was drinking doesn't mean she killed her kid, right? Like you look back on it, so they're like, you know, and she had lied about how much she drank or when she went to bed, but that doesn't make her guilty. But at the time, it sure, sure felt like it, right? right. And- but now you look back on it, and you're like. And she didn't tell the cops she was drinking because she, she was not look bad. She right. was nervous. It yeah. wasn't like she wasn't hiding. That's the problem. Like, <clears throat> and that happens in life, right? It's like they always say the cover-up's worse. You know, my dad used to say that. Just you know, tell me the truth because the cover-up's worse. You get. It was to me like she wasn't covering up. I don't know if she was or right, she wasn't. But I don't but, think she was. Uh, but uh, to me, she wasn't. She was covering up like other dumb shit. Which people do all right, the time. All the time. And you want to just pull her aside and be like, just, oh, if who fucking cares if you drink a bottle of wine? Your kid's missing. Come clean with it. But I'm sure she was like, if I tell them I was drunk and I went to bed, yep. they're not, maybe they're not going to blame me, but they're going to blame me. Yeah. Right? It's like, no, just tell them all the fucking truth. Because if you didn't do it, tell them all the fucking truth. Like everything. And it happens all the time. I, <clears throat> it happens a lot when there's a mistress involved. Someone's cheating. Yeah. And then they're like, where were you? And they're like, I was at the golf course. And you're right. like, fuck, 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 fuck. Right. And even though you are like, guilty. Why's your cell phone at Sheila's house? Yeah. And, and you're like, like all right, fine. I was, I was cheating. And then they, you know, usually the public turns on you at that point. So for people who don't know, the people saying, I don't even know who this is. Baby Lisa uh, was a baby. Uh, who disappeared on October 4th, 2011. So it's been just a little over 10 years. Um, And when it happened, it was huge news, certainly locally, and it didn't take long before it was huge national news. So I'll give you the quick rundown here. You've got this baby. This is my doodle, if you're curious. What are you doodling over there? I just, it looks like I'm taking notes. I'm, 
a smiley face. Oh, okay. So I like uh, to do that 4D, 3D box thing a lot. I do that a I've lot. I've noticed that, but you don't draw faces, right? You're not like a face doodler? No, I mean, sometimes a circle with a some eyes or yeah, something like do. a pumpkin smiley type of thing. Face, but, yeah. you know, the four, the 3D box thing, I do that a it's lot. Like, it's like the S. Yeah, see, that's just that's like your S that people used to do yeah. in junior high, which I still don't know how to do. So, baby Lisa's parents are Deborah Bradley and uh, Jeremy Irwin. So, you got Deborah and Jeremy. Remember that? Those are the two parents. Yeah. Now, uh, Deborah was at home. Then they also have two uh, older kids, and uh, at least one of them was from a previous uh, relationship, uh, from uh, Jeremy's previous relationship. Now, Jeremy has a job. Normally, he doesn't work nights. Okay. I, I don't think I think they may have said in one of the things I watched that he really never worked nights, but he got called to do a job at night uh, on the night of the disappearance. So he's got a work truck that he's normally got parked at the house. But that night he goes to work and the job actually ended up taking longer than he thought it was going to take. Sorry, man. No, go ahead. Who's, who, oh, who's on what? Twitch. Chad McCann said baby Lisa voted president in the 15th vote for Speaker <laughs> Yes, she did. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Trump electorate. That's uh, the kind of, you know, dark comedy I enjoy, Chad. And it's been long enough. I'm not saying that this I don't is even, funny. Been, it would but, make me laugh at any time. i got to be honest. It would make me laugh because it's uncomfortable and it's funny and that's the kind of humor I like. So Yes. you got to find lie, the humor. If that gets me canceled, it gets me canceled. That's the nah. kind of shit that makes me laugh. I wouldn't think so. Not at this point. So, so Jeremy's working late. Which, uh, like I said, he almost never does, or maybe even had never really done. He comes home. Now, this is important. When Jeremy gets home that night, he goes to the front door, and he discovers that the front door is unlocked, which definitely seems like is unusual. He seemed to make it sound like he was expected to have to unlock the door. He opens the door. He's going to go check on the kids before he goes to bed. And when he goes into Lisa's room... She's not there. Her crib is there, and she's not there. So he goes and wakes up his wife, Deborah, and says, hey, I can't find Lisa. Where's Lisa? So Deborah wakes up, and she said, you know, I knew that she didn't escape her crib. Like, I just knew that somehow. What, right. What's happened? Somehow I knew that she didn't get out of her crib. Well, as they're searching for her. Well, how old was she? So she was uh, 10 months 10 months old. She wasn't even here. You can get out of your crib at 10 months. Right. I don't know. I've never had kids, but she didn't look old enough to be escaping from a crib. But I don't know how much they crawl at 10 months. I guess you start to walk at one. It's funny now. I'm like trying to think back to 10 months. My fucking kids are grown ass men. I'm like, what did they look like at 10 months? Because, you know, it's been so long now. At one, I just came across a picture the other day of me and Yiro on his first birthday in Seattle. And he is, he can't walk. Okay, because one is about the time they start to walk. Not all babies, but one is... I mean, he's like is... sitting on his ass. He's got yeah. a hat on. He's still got, you know, onesie on. So, yeah, he's not... I mean, if he did get out of his crib, it would be a long fall for him, and he ain't going far. Right, and I, I have seen those nanny cam videos. Yeah, of the babies that look like they... I don't think he would have had the strength to yeah. get his ass over the top of that thing. Well, Debbie or Deborah certainly didn't think that uh, baby Lisa had escaped the crib. Now, she says that as she's checking the house, she's so, she's so panicked... She asked Jeremy, she's like, go check the yard. She didn't have the stomach to go check the yard because when they were in the room, they noticed as they were back in the room looking that they keep a lot of the windows open in the house. This was in October. Okay. They, they had windows cracked and they noticed that one that the screen in baby Lisa's bedroom was pushed in. It was broken in, you know, which was certainly unusual. They said the screen had not been broken. So now that they see that the screen has been pushed in, they're thinking the worst. So she's like, you go check the yard, right? I, I, I can't do it. Okay. He goes to check the yard. Now, one of the other important things here is that, and this caused a lot of different speculation at the time from the public. It's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But according to the family, their cell phones, they kept on the counter in the kitchen to charge. 
Okay. Right. I know most of us like maybe sleep with them at nighttime. And put I, them can, next to I bed. can keep mine there though. But they they normally keep them charging on. The I have just seen. I have table. like three plugins in my kitchen, and if it's like at three percent, I'm tired. I'll just leave it there overnight. Okay. So it's not a strange thing. Okay. So when he goes in there to look for the phones, they're not there. But he did have his work phone. That's mm-hmm. how he uh, calls nine one one, and at the time people thought oh well they're they got rid of their phones because they're hiding evidence right what did what did they do with the phones there's there's got to be a reason that they wouldn't have their phones it makes no right. sense they didn't just lose their phones and who steals a couple of you know cell phones now debbie had said that the night that uh, baby lisa went missing she originally said that she had checked on baby lisa somewhere after 10 o'clock right okay and she also did say that because she's not used to Jeremy being gone at night, she was nervous to be home alone. And so she had a neighbor come over. She was hanging out with the neighbor, and, right. she, and, and, and they were just, you know, keeping each other company. They wine. Well, eventually she admitted that Mommy they, loves wine. Eventually she admitted Mommy's that they wine were drinking time. wine. The kids at this point in time had already finished their meal and got them ready for a movie. Since Jeremy never works late, I was, of course, a little edgy, not having the man at home and just makes me nervous so i invited my neighbor over to come hang out with me okay so it sounds like when right. in, when police first uh interviewed her she had said the story about checking on the baby sometime after 10 o'clock and it, i think she had told them that she had invited a neighbor over to keep her company but then her story does start to change she starts to admit that you know what i didn't check on her that late and my neighbor and i were drinking we were drinking right. wine and uh, I, I recall when that story came out that she admitted she'd been drinking. They found, remember that security footage of her at a liquor store? I think it was a liquor store, could have been a grocery store, but they eventually were showing on the local news footage of her going to get wine. As I recall, it was a box of wine. Does that sound right? Sure. I, I think may, maybe. Anyway, so then she starts to change. Okay, well, I was drinking wine. And then it was how much wine did you drink? And then it became, okay, I, I drank a lot of wine. From the Twitch stream, and this feels right, it says 75% of two crime happens during mommy's wine time. So I believe I that. Would be- to- I would absolutely believe toxic that. Toxic femininity. <laughs> right. I would believe that. This is where toxic femininity enters the building. It ruins the party. <laughs> yes. So uh, Toxic femininity enters the chat. It's important to know that the family had been talking to police for a long time. The first interview that they had with her, I think she said, Debbie said she was being interrogated for about 12 hours the first night. But they did work with police in the beginning. They talked to them a lot. Once she admitted that she had been drinking with her neighbor, she claims that the police immediately changed their tune, and she said that she had FBI people in her face telling her, you're a terrible mother, and I know you did this, so yeah. tell me the truth. And well, those the, are interrogation tactics. They do it. If you watch True Crime, they do it. You know, we know you did it. Just tell us what happened. Right. And she claims that- The husband's in the other room. He already said you did it. Right. You know, in some countries, that's illegal. I know. And the, I think right. it's actually somewhat rare that cops can lie during interrogation, at least in... They can know, do it here, though, right? Yeah, they can do it here, yes. And, yeah. and there's a lot of debate about that. I'm okay with it in certain instances. I understand why they do it. But I, I do get uncomfortable when I watch some of these shows, and they're doing it to someone who, you know, maybe their parents gave them permission to be interrogated, and they're 16, 17, even 19-year-olds when they're in there, and the police are saying Who's this person's in the other room. Give- I don't get it. Without a lawyer, get yeah. a lawyer. I always get a lawyer. You get a always lawyer. get a lawyer. And they still on these fucking shows say, well, they got a lawyer. So that was very suspicious if they had nothing to hide. No, mm-hmm. it's not. You know why it's not suspicious? Because innocent people do go to jail. And you know they why all it's not say, suspicious? Because you're lying to me telling me that Slim exactly. said something you didn't say. Right. That's why I need a lawyer. If we were all being honest here, then I wouldn't need one. Right. But uh, past experience has proven to me that this is going to be a little uh, dance of who does what and who knows what. And while that's happening... Uh, I'm going to get someone on my team. Yes. 
So Deborah says that when this started, when they started in on her being, you know, we know you did it. She was like, now I'm, I'm sick because I know that if they're saying that I did it, they're not actually going to find her. They're not looking for her, right? Because she's saying, I'm innocent, and, and they're focused entirely on me now, so they've just stopped looking for our baby, which up to that point, I mean, the police had gone out and done a pretty, I don't know if it was thorough or not, but it was a big search. They had searched the Missouri River. They had people you know, scouring the neighborhoods. There were search crews out there. And she just thought, now that they're interrogating me as if I did it, they're not going to find baby Lisa. Well, this is when suddenly the story had started to kind of, I mean, it was it hadn't really quieted down, but there wasn't a lot of updates. And all of a sudden, Wild Bill Stanton shows up. Well, and he's I, on the was news. There like a, when I look back on that and, and us being there, I mean, and you being involved in the crime, <laughs> when, when we look back on it... Um, was there a pause between Wild Bill Stanton showing up? It feels no. like that was all one thing like that happened. Okay. Yeah, it was. I'm just saying that you as said far it was as quiet like, for a while, then he showed up. I just feel like I he guess was quiet right to in. me is like I need an update. There should be several updates every okay. day. And there hadn't been. The other big thing that happened around this time, I don't remember the exact chronological order, but the family did lawyer up and the family says, you know what, if you're going to uh, you know, continue to say that I did it, then I'm not gonna talk to you. So that's when the police came out very publicly in front of the media and said, the family has decided to stop working with the police. Uh, you know, I don't need to tell you what that means. I think it was right. so, something along those lines. I remember that. Uh, I don't know if he was the chief of police. He was someone in charge saying that. And we all thought, oh, this cop is letting us know that they think the parents did it. And yeah. now the parents have said they're not going to work with police anymore. He's made it very clear now that the parents are the main suspects. And at that point, we were just kind of waiting to see... When are they going to come out with evidence that the parents right. did it? So Bill Stanton is is giving press conferences now as well. And and do you have like I don't remember his exact biography. Uh, I'm looking up here. It says that uh, uh, I like mean he's a, been on a lot of shows, but he's like a private investigator, private detective, or something. And yeah. he had been hired. And at the time, they said some uh, wealthy benefactor had hired right. Bill Stanton to show up. They also, a healthy or a was a big thing? It was like a benefactor. What the right. fuck? Who's a benefactor? Because it's important to know that this family was not rich like by any great means. great expectations. Right. This was a, a very blue-collar family. They lived in a small house. And when uh, the fuck had you heard benefactor? Like, really, right. honestly, since, you know, Dickens. Exactly. Right? It just was so weird. I'm like, how do they have a benefactor? And it's no offense to them, but like, I don't have a benefactor. If it was, you know, the rich kid uh, who got the DUI and like right. a benefactor paid for his lawyer, okay. But it was so weird. Well, when now there's a, on Twitter you can find out who the benefactor is. A couple of years ago, I saw it, and you know, it was some woman who said, "I'm." She was from Texas or something. I'm the benefactor who paid the money. Well, so there may have been two benefactors. I'm still not clear on this. Bill Stanton did a lot of press uh, when he got hired, and he was on CNN and MSNBC. You know, all the morning talk shows. He was on HLN uh, with that woman from The View. I can't think of her name. And she was asking him, you know, who hired you? And I think he says, actually, that my benefactor is separate from the benefactor who hired the oh. lawyer. Because all of a sudden, Joe Tapakino, yeah. or Tacopina, Tacopina, right? wasn't Taco. It's not Taco. Taco Penis. Tacopina, right? No, Tapakino. I'm looking at it now. Tacopina. <laughs> Joe Tacopina. I'm sure we're saying that right now. Look, you got to sound it out first. I don't think it's Tacopina. I think it's Tacopina. Joey, Joey Tacopina. Now, Joe Tacopino is high profile because he had been on the news for other CNN things recently. Here. Yeah, and he He's had like, been... like, you know, their go-to lawyer for a while. Yeah, and he had been... I don't remember exactly what it was, but he had just been on TV within the last year or two 
for some other high-profile case. Now, all of a sudden, he was, oh, Natalie Holloway. He was involved in the disappearance of uh, Natalie Holloway. So, uh, anyway, you've got both these high-profile guys now. Let me make sure that's right. Chad says, game over. This is Jackson County, right? This happened to Jack. If it's Johnson or Jackson, this is Jackson, right? <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Uh, I'm looking at his Wikipedia here. Takapina had represented many high-profile clients, including the New York Yankees third baseman Alex Rodriguez. Uh, and he, yes, he did uh, represent Joran Vandersloot. So now you got Oh, these, that's right, yeah. So now you got two big high-profile I can't people. wait till we do that case next week. Yeah, well, I think that's been covered. I, th- I think it's been covered enough. We like to find the, the ones that deserve a, a little more light okay. shined on them, you know? So uh, Bill Stanton's on TV, and they're saying, who hired you? Okay, so who hired you, Bill? Well, you know, it, it sounds uh, so TV, uh, a mysterious wealthy benefactor. And she's been identified as a woman. And That's her, she man. She's on Twitter. my friend. I know she's her. She's the one that hired him? Yeah, I know who she is. And I'm friends with her. And coincidentally, she's friends with a family member who I happen to know. Which I, was that part was weird, too. He's saying she's friends with a family member who I happen to know. And I'm friends I, with her. I wouldn't huh? say we were necessarily friends, but I was introduced to that person through her uh-huh. years ago. So and she's she's donated a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, more than that. More than that. Oh, more, more than, than that. that. So that pays your salary. Yes. And your uh, Takapina's salary, no, she, not his. No, no. Joe so is who, a different thing. Okay. Joe is a different thing because uh, it, it, it was yeah. it was specific. She called me up. She said, "Get to the bottom of this." Oh, and her yeah. and I had a discussion. I said, "Well, at that stage, that's, that's why this who, whole fucking thing is crazy, and why it was crazy. It was then, so because crazy. It was outlandish. She was showed like, up in a bomber and jacket, right? And, and did she's press like, conference. you know, a benefactor, a woman benefactor who calls the Italian stallion or whatever he fucking called himself, Wild, Wild Bill Stallion, Wild <laughs> Stallion, Wild Bill Stanton." And it's like, I'm going to give you $100,000, if not more. Get to the bottom of this, Wild Bill. Like, yeah. What? And he's saying, oh, it's way more than that. You're like, right. okay, who is this benefactor? And then for him to say, like, no, talk to Peter, that's this separate. This is like, I won't find a child for under 500 Right, what is it? <laughs> right. He gets the call. He gets $100,000. He's like, I tell you what, it's more than that, CNN. Your kid's missing? I'll find him. But you better fuck him. It's more than 100. Right. Right? Like, what? Give me a number, and it better not be anywhere <laughs> right. near 100,000. Well, that kid can be gone forever. And then yeah. you're like, well, we gave you 500, and fucking kid's still gone. Yeah. And he gave this big press conference when he showed up in this bomber jacket. He was yeah, on, all over TV saying, like, we're going to figure this cool. out. Yeah, we thought, well, maybe so, someone hired this guy. That's crazy, but maybe he will figure it out. Because there was plenty of criticism of the police, as there always is when a crime hasn't been solved. We saw that with the Idaho murders recently. You know, even if it's been a, a week or a month, people immediately, is it, they start to say within, I would say, that week, well, man, the cops aren't figuring this out. They're not doing anything right. right. Look back at Idaho. If you look back at what happened in Idaho now, now that they've got the suspect uh, in cuffs, in jail, the cops really, everything about that story, they did an amazing job. I mean, there doesn't seem to be any screw-ups along the way. But during that time when they weren't telling us everything, people, including family members, were quick to say these cops are incompetent, the case is going cold, they don't sure. know what they're doing. So there was certainly a lot of that going on in Kansas City with the Kansas City Police Department because they're like, how can you not find this baby? Where's this baby? She can't get up and walk away on her own. Now, Joe Takapina, that's how she said it Taka on the penis. show. Takapina. He uh, He was no stranger to the media. He gave a lot of interviews and talked about you know, 
certain theories that he had. And also, of course, because it's his job, was very defensive of the family and their choice not to uh, speak with the police. Tacopina says Debbie Bradley wept when she went into Lisa's room. She and boyfriend Jeremy Irwin have steadfastly maintained their innocence in Lisa's disappearance. Their lawyer says there are plenty of leads that point away from them. Gone through over 40 hours of interviews, five times. Um, you know, things, tactics have been employed, particularly against Deborah, that have been quite frankly cruel, um, leading her to believe they had a lead just to entice her to come down to the precinct. She does not have any answers to what happened to her daughter. If she did, um, believe me, she'd be shouting them out because she wants answers herself. That, I mean, that is kind of cruel. You call the mother who's, who's missing her child yeah. and you say, hey, we think we've got a big lead here. We think we got something. Get down here. Big news. And then they get down like, we want to ask you more questions. Right, they're like, like oh, we got damn. a big lead. Unfortunately, it's you. Right. It's just you. You're just, the lead. We just want to talk to you more. So at that point, at this point, everyone's thinking, I, I would think it's safe to say, a lot of people in the community were saying it's the parents. I mean, we were leaning that way, weren't we? At the time, we were saying it's got to be the parents. The police, when they gave that press conference saying, hey, we don't have to explain this, where uh, you know what that means that they don't well, want to work with us. Well, more than that, <clears throat> the kid can't walk. The kid can't walk, so someone took can't the baby. Can't be gone, so someone took the baby. Yeah, so we had all these theories about, well, if she was drinking, and she's admitted to that now, maybe there was an accident. That, that was, was a my, big theory. My theory, and by the way, I'm still not, I, I'm look, I'm not saying anything, but I'm still not, I, that, sometimes the most logical is right, right? Like, you're drinking, you're having fun, there's nothing going on, you think everything's fine, and then something did happen. Yeah. Right, that to me, and then you're trying. It's to pretty cover logical, it up. and now you're trying to cover it up. And I'm not saying that's what happened, but that's where my brain went. And right, so, yes, and, and that's why you lied about the drinking. And sorry, uh, Deborah and uh, Jeremy were boyfriend girlfriend. I always screwed that up. They weren't married. I don't know if that matters. But now, all of a sudden, there's a lead, Lazo, an actual lead, not just the police calling them to come down to the station. They get a tip. So someone, a neighbor down the street who lives a few houses down the street, she calls the police and she says, hey, you know, I think we might have something here. My husband was leaving for work the night of Lisa's disappearance. He leaves very early in the morning. And when he got in his car, he had just started to pull away from the house and he saw a man walking down the street carrying a baby that was not properly clothed for the cold October night. You know, it was a chilly Mm -hmm. night. And the baby didn't have a blanket. The baby wasn't dressed properly. And he thought this was so strange that he called his wife and said, hey, lock all the doors. That was his response. He thought it was kind of creepy. And he said, hey, lock all the doors. There's a guy walking down the street with a baby. So now they're like, okay. Okay. Now that you know that it's when you look back on that in retrospect, right? Yeah. You're like, why didn't you call somebody else? But you always have to put yourself in that position. You're going to work. There's a guy walking with a baby. Like, that baby doesn't have a hat on or anything. Right. There's not, nothing really wrong, except for I feel creeped out about it, and maybe I shouldn't. So let me call my wife and say, lock the doors. we got a fucking baby in there. I don't know what the fuck's going exactly. on. You just Some go to weirdo. work. You don't think yeah. about and it And if anymore. you call the cops in Kansas City, I, I'm guessing they'd be like, what? If you call the cops anywhere. Right. They're just going to be you like, know? okay. And well. why would you call the cops? It's more like, I, this doesn't look right to me. Right. Right. But it doesn't mean it's wrong. Right. And if you say, well, it, it didn't look warm enough, well, then call CPS. I don't know. Right. But yeah, you end up calling your wife and say, that doesn't seem crazy to me at all. Hey, right. lock the doors. So. Okay, now all of a sudden, they've got this story about someone walking down the street with the baby. So the police have been checking. You know, this is 2011. So at that point, we didn't have uh, ring uh, cameras on every house. There wasn't nearly as many cameras 10, 11 years ago as there are today. But the police are still trying to find any security footage around the area that they can. And there is a gas station not too far from where uh, Debbie and Jeremy live. 
and they look at the footage and they find something. In this footage, you see it's, it's pretty grainy. It's 2011 security cameras. They weren't doing great back then. You see someone walk out of the woods. It looks like it's a man walking out of the woods in the background. There's like a payphone uh, near the, the wood line, and you see this guy come walking out of the woods. And right. is he carrying something? It's hard to tell. But the person who worked at the gas station, she said, yeah, I've never seen anyone walk out of those woods before. Certainly not at night because it's really thick brush back there. It's not... There's no like walking path that people use to cut right. through there. So I thought that that was unusual. Okay, so now you've got a couple of witnesses, or at least a couple of strange things to look into. You got the husband saying he saw a guy carrying a baby, and you've got the security footage of this guy walking out of the woods. And it would have happened right after the time that they think if she was abducted, that she would have been abducted. So fast forward here another week or so, and I don't know, we might already be close to this point in time a week or two after the disappearance, but there's a motorcyclist. And this motorcyclist had seen something the night of baby Lisa's disappearance, but he didn't know that baby Lisa had gone missing until a week or two later. He sees the story and he, and he puts two and two together. Oh my God. So this is very intriguing. This motorcyclist was driving around at like four in the morning and he sees a guy with a baby. Again, he describes this guy or he describes a baby as not being dressed appropriately. And also it's weird enough, I'm sure, just to see a baby out at four in the morning, but this guy's walking around and he's carrying this baby. And the motorcyclist thought it was weird enough that he stopped and talked to the guy. And he said, Hey, do you guys need a ride? Do you need a blanket? Like he was trying right. to offer assistance. And the guy's uh, holding the baby says, no, I'm fine. And just walked off. So the motorcyclist is like, yeah, some weirdo with the baby. Right? right. Once he finds out what's going on in the news, he tells the police. So, okay, that's intriguing. You've got Three different kind of stories now to follow up on. The the security footage from the gas station, the guy who was driving to work, and the guy who was riding his motorcycle. There were several sightings the night that Lisa was abducted. The first sighting was around the corner up the street. This is Lisa's 12. mom. There's a husband and wife. The husband works a midnight shift. And that's Wild Bill. As he was driving away on this cold October night, we see a man walking what they believe to be a baby. An infant was underdressed, particularly for the weather in October. This man was so disturbed as he was driving away, he called his wife and he told her, Sweetheart, just lock the doors and windows. Just lock the doors and windows, right? So you got him, and then you got the motorcyclist who was a little bit later. And then around 4 o'clock in the morning, a motorcycle rider who had just gotten off work was driving home, allegedly saw this man carrying a baby. The same exact description that two neighbors had seen. He said to the guy, do you need a ride? Can I call somebody for you? You know, that baby needs a blanket. The guy just shook his head no. So he just drove on about his business. Oh, yeah, no. Maybe the guy didn't verbally say anything, just shook his head no, I guess. No. So suddenly a good. a possible got a baby a possible Watch. suspect emerges that's not one of the parents. All right. Because you've got another neighbor down the street and he's got information that he thinks is worth sharing with the police. He says there's a guy who has been known to break into houses in the neighborhood and he had actually seen this guy in the neighborhood um, around the time of baby Lisa's disappearance within days. And uh, had warned, I think, his wife. Maybe he had even tried to call the police. But they know who this guy is. His name's John Jersey Tanko. They call him Jersey. Jersey. So Jersey becomes this suspect. And Jersey yeah. is known for breaking in through uh, windows. Oh, that's what, his, that's what he's known for. That's what they said. He breaks, so he, breaks, stupid. he breaks in through windows. This is why I hate these true crime things that we're doing. I, look, I, I, I'm enjoying your take on it. I, mm -hmm. I feel your passion. So 
you know, I'm happy to be along for a ride, and this is your podcast, and I, I hate to interrupt, no, but make, make fun how the it. fuck is he known for that? Like, that's what defines him? No, like when he breaks into houses, he goes to the windows. Right. Sure, he's like the wet bandits. He's the through the window <laughs> yeah. bandit. Yeah, exactly. Like, come yes, on, that's not win- true. He's a through the window guy. So that's he- not true. That's just added on adjectives. So he's they- like, that's what he's known for. Why? Because he's done it how many times? I don't he's know. How many times houses he's done so it. many times, and they're like, if anybody ever breaks through a window. Go find Jersey because well, he's know, fucking known for well, it. Fair enough. Blame it on me. I shouldn't say he's known for it. But when he breaks into houses, he's been uh, known to go through the window. That's what he does. He breaks through the screen. And he's been crawling through windows. Now, the police, they never liked this window story to begin with because, uh, you know, they were told, obviously, about the broken screen early on. And police went to the house and had tried jumping through that window. They had a tough time. I remember watching the cops trying to get through this window from outside. It's possible, but it would have been difficult noisy you need a step it's it's a little bit too high off the ground to make it easy and also not only did they think it was difficult to get through that window from the outside they also noticed according to them that the area around the window was not disturbed enough so if someone had come through that window yeah but you know what more... they weren't jersey jersey was a pro for this he was That's known true. for it. like you know what guy. if you if you're you know if you're a rod yeah and you're known for hitting a baseball and a couple fucking cops come up and try to do it they're not going to look as graceful as A-Rod doing it. Jersey was known That's his thing, man. for getting through windows. That's what he right? does. He's good you try it. to play basketball like Shaq. What's Shaq known for? He dunks, baby. Right. Now, if you're a cop, you're like, well, let's see. Right. Trying to reenact this. Well, you're not fucking Jersey. Right. Jersey's known for this. This is what he does. Maybe, he put, a, maybe put a blanket over the character. window. Right. He's, no, he's not new to this. Right. It's literally who he is. <laughs> exactly. So I think he knows not to leave fingerprints behind right. on the windowsill. So the cops just really didn't like this broken window story at all. And even after they hear about uh, Jersey, it doesn't seem to intrigue them much more. But at this point, you do have some people in the public saying, hey, well, if this guy's been brought up and you've got a couple of witnesses who say they saw a baby with a strange man walking down the street, you know, maybe it's worth looking into this guy. So sure. they start to look into this guy a little bit. Well, now, up to that point, I think it was getting kind of quiet. And suddenly you get, I think... A, a story that is worth a major update because we've already been talking about Jersey, but we don't really have a way to link him to these crimes. It was dark when they saw this guy. They eventually did do police lineups with witnesses who had seen, you know, the, the sure. girl at the gas station, I think, was one of them who saw the guy come out of the woods. There was the guy driving to work, and there's a motorcyclist. The story goes that when the police showed the witnesses lineups, one of them said, yes. Absolutely, that guy right there. I'm pointing to Jersey Mike. He's the guy. Jersey Mike. That's not his name. Uh, Jersey, uh, Jersey Mike sucks. They're like <laughs> yeah. T. Martin here. Jer- uh, Jersey Tanko. Well, what the fuck did we do? <laughs> right. God damn it. Jersey Tanko. Just call him Jersey. Uh, Jersey so one of the- Mike. Jersey T. Martin. Mike. They're all like, Jesus. What a week. So <laughs> supposedly one of the witnesses pointed right to Jersey and said, that's him. But the other witnesses weren't so sure. So it became, all right, we've got one saying it was definitely him, but the other witnesses couldn't spot him in a lineup. Well, now what do you do? Well, all of a sudden, there's a new lead. They're looking back at phone records, the, the stolen phones all in particular. All I can picture now because you said that is Danny DeVito from the Jersey. <laughs> right. like a, He's like, I get through Jersey the window. Jersey Mike, to me, uh, looks exactly like, your Jersey guy looks exactly like Danny DeVito. Everything that I go back through in my mind while I was creating this movie of the motorcycle guy stopping yeah. him, now, it went from a tall guy uh, in a leather jacket yeah. to... Danny DeVito with a baby. That's for what Jersey? I had my, yeah. 
So, uh, Jersey, by the way. You can eat that sub. <laughs> make them Danny DeVito. That's not my baby. Fine. That's perfectly <laughs> fine. I do that. Like when I read a book, I like to assign, uh, you know, movie stars to try and remember who they are. Do oh, you do that? Fun. No, I, uh, I make them up like uh, fictional, like someone I've never seen before. I can't do that because I can't get an image. It's, there's well, my image guy. of Jersey was from behind. Okay. Okay. But I'm just, you know, I'm not. For any other reason, when I see him walking down a deserted road, yeah, a motorcycle guy behind me, he's got like a crappy leather jacket on, and that's it. Yeah, so he's Jersey, tall and strong. Jersey looks like, uh, but now he's Danny DeVito. Jersey looks like someone that would easily be from around where I grew up. Um, when you see his mug shots, you think probably drug related, meth, some, something like that. White guy, uh, real short hair, I think, kind of a buzz cut. When they uh, brought him in for uh, one of the times that they brought him in, took his mugshot. I don't know if you've seen the mugshot of him, Lazo, but he was growling at the camera like that. And you're like, well, that doesn't help you to look innocent. But all of a sudden, as they're going through the phone records, they discover something. And this seems huge. And certainly uh, their lawyer and Wild Bill will tell you this is huge. So Wild Bill. One of the parents' phones, I don't remember if it was Debbie's phone or Jeremy's phone, but one of their phones that had gone missing called a number that night and they were going through trying to figure out okay who is this person and they discover it's a girl named megan wright okay who's megan wright well she sort of lives in the area is there any connection to the family well there's a connection to jersey because megan dated jersey and she had dated him actually somewhat recently i think she said she dated him for about four months Deborah bradley has maintained all along that three of the family's cell phones were taken along with baby lisa and that very night, Megan Wright got a call from one of those phones. I received a phone call, well, my phone did, um, the night that baby Lisa went missing. It was apparently a 50-second phone call. Uh, I don't know who answered it or what was said or who was on the other end of the phone. She says investigators tracked her down and questioned her four times. What did you tell them? I told them that I'd been through the neighborhood with my ex-boyfriend. I knew I've been through there. I didn't know the family, didn't recognize the pictures. Um, had never seen baby Lisa until I saw her picture on the news. Okay, now this is extremely suspicious because now you've got these stolen phones and one of them calls Megan that night, who is Jersey's ex-girlfriend, recent ex-girlfriend. The call lasts 50-some seconds and she's saying, I, it wasn't me who answered it. Well, who answered your phone? Could was be anybody. Your, was your phone missing? Like or you she still was at have a party. your phone? Yeah, she was at a party. Who and knows? Uh, so she, that obviously is pretty suspicious. Someone called her phone, and it's not like it went straight to voicemail. The call lasted for 52 seconds or whatever it was, and she's saying, it wasn't me. So I don't know who answered it, and I don't know 52 seconds isn't what was said. I don't know. What? That could be a message. I don't think they count that. So I think it can tell if it picks up. If uh, the call was actually answered on you the other end, you can leave a fifty-two second message. I don't, especially I, if you just stole a baby. I, I, you might be a little panicked. You're like, "Hey, Megan, I need your help. I need a ride. There's something going on." My God, you got to pick up your phone. Call me back. I know you're pissed at me. I know we broke up, but Jesus Christ, this is big, really goddamn big. Megan, call me back. I love you. I'm sorry. Right? How long am I? How long am I in? I got to give the number out, right? Plus, I'm walking. I probably pause a little bit. That's 52 seconds. Well, do me a favor. Look this up because I'm pretty sure police can tell when they look at call logs if the call was answered, as opposed to if it went to voicemail. Well, I that would change everything that I right, just talked about. Right. I, but I'm not positive. I, I think look, that's man, the case. you're the murder guy. So if I right. start to punch holes in this shit, you got to know right away. Not look, look this up. But I, I mean, what I, can, can cops tell? Police tell from call logs if I answered my phone. 
Yeah, something like that. Is that right? Yeah, because they made it sound like there was an actual call. And But you're right. It could have been that someone left a voicemail. Uh, but the fact that she says, I don't know who answered it, makes me think that they told her the same thing. They could have also been lying to her, as we've already discussed. The police are too much allowed here. to lie. So if they can tell the difference, that would be huge. If it, if it looks the same when someone leaves a voicemail, then I'm with you. It would have been a voicemail at that time of the morning. Right. That wouldn't That's be surprising think, right? at all. But I mean, they're also, saying it's 4 o'clock in the morning because this bitch didn't answer her phone. If it's a voicemail, too, I wonder if the police would have a way, if they get a warrant for that phone. Back in 2011, I don't know what kind of phone she was using, but can the provider, the cell provider, get access to that voicemail? Or could they at least mm. take the phone, the hardware, and download it and see what that deleted message was? I don't know because that was never brought up. But the fact that this stolen phone from Jeremy and Debbie, was used to call this girl who dated Jersey, seems like, okay, we've got something. Yeah, And Lazo, I do this every single time. I've tried to put everything here in chronological order, but there were a lot of rumors that were going on at the time, and some of the stuff we thought wasn't true. I forgot to tell you one thing, which seems to be true. When, as this was happening, I think the reason the uh, news lady came down and yelled at us was because uh, there had been a fire, a oh, dumpster, yeah, dumpster fire. fire. And in that dumpster fire... And I fire, got a text at the time that said the dumpster fire... You're gonna. They said you're going to hear about a dumpster fire. I can't tell you who I am. You're going to hear about a dumpster fire. And baby Lisa's clothes are in there. Yeah. And we were like, what? But then I was like, we just broke this case because I, there was a dumpster fire and they talked about it, but then... I thought oh, they said no I, I thought they said that the baby was in there. That that was the thing. They found baby I they Lisa. They said the clothes. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. Well, but, there yeah. was a dumpster fire that night. It was night. something that we thought we were early on, and we were to some degree. Whoever called us probably yeah. worked in the police station, only heard part of it. Oh, it was we were way early. Someone texted yeah. us, and we I, no one in the news had talked about it yet. But there was a dumpster fire, according to everything I've read and the uh, specials that I watched. There was a dumpster fire, and there were baby clothes in it. So there was speculation that maybe the kidnapper who's walking around with baby Lisa decides, I'm going to get rid of the clothes. I'm going to keep the baby, get rid of the clothes. Now, the other thing about this Megan girl who received the phone call, maybe it was a voicemail, maybe it was a phone call. Do you want to go get breakfast after this? I've, well, I've got this cherry pie. Well, that's not good enough for me. Uh, like I offered a village to, inn or something. offered to split it with you. Um, I guess that's a no. The story was that Megan... I don't know. Uh, we can go to breakfast. Oh, it's I've got a, I've got the birthday. I'm, I'm supposed to go to that uh, thing at, with her at ten o'clock. No, but it depends on what time we get out of here. I might have time to go to breakfast. Uh, there was speculation. I find this kind of hard to believe, but they said that Megan had been talking to Jersey. About, I'll go to breakfast with you. Someone on the end wants to go to breakfast. That Megan had been talking to Jersey about how she wanted a baby. That she wanted to have a baby. Now I didn't oh. see anything that said that she can't have kids, but it was just that. And maybe there, that is written somewhere, but I couldn't find it, so I don't want to say that. But that she had been talking to him about how she wanted a baby. Yeah. So then people immediately said, oh, well, he must have stolen this baby because he had just broken, she'd just broken up with him. Like in a and, serious manner or in a porn manner? Like, like knock me up, I want to get, put your baby in me? They or made was it, it sound, like, I want a baby? They made I, it like sound like a... Like dinner, yeah. like I think we should have a baby. Yeah, that one? is very different. It's very different. Very different. Very different. When I say, I'm going to get you pregnant. Yeah, I don't really mean then it. Then hours later, it's, I'm going to get you pregnant. We got to do something. <laughs> right. It changes quite a bit. Uh, so, but I'm pretty sure that they were implying that she was acting like she wanted to have a kid. Okay. And so then people said, well, that's it, right? By people, the way, I, I do that. What? Whatever you just did. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Me too. So people I don't say, know, why well, is that a thing? I, I think there's something very... 
right, uh, animalistic it's about it's it. It's also risky, really risky. Yes. I like the risk. Yeah. yeah, and you're saying, this is exactly what I'm going to do. I know we try and work around this right. our whole lives most I'll of the time, what I'm gonna do. but I'm going to do Toxic it Toxic masculinity has just entered your vagina. <laughs> right. Um, so people thought, well, maybe Jersey kidnapped this kid and then you know, was going to go to Megan and say, hey, I got the baby. Maybe that's what the call was. I got a kid. You know, we got to meet up and he was going to show her, I've got a baby. We can have a family now, right? I get it. That's a decent enough theory. It's as good as any of them, I suppose. But a, a little... Man, Steve. What Steve man, got? I just like our Twitch, man. These people are as fucked up as I am. He just said, so you want a baby? I'm literally going to stuff a stolen baby into you. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that is a little different. Uh... So, I mean, this does seem like the phone call to Megan and the fact that this guy had been spotted by at least three different people and he sort of fits the description. And one witness at least said, no, doesn't just fit the description. It was him. That one witness said, I'm positive that it was Jersey. Of course, at that point, the lawyers and Wild Bill, they're making it very clear that they think, you know, it was Jersey. All signs point to Jersey. All signs and, point to Jersey. And he had a bit of a criminal record for drugs and things like that. In my opinion, when Jersey did not see the work vehicle of Jeremy, there's nobody in front of the home. Lights are out. This guy is a thief. He makes his living getting in and out of home. He's known for it. He's known for it. So you, it defines him. I get what he's saying. I mean, he was if, born to do this. He was born. And if he's been breaking into houses in the neighborhood for quite a while, Maybe he does case the neighborhood. He knows which cars are there. Jeremy never works at night, so his car is gone, and he thinks, hey, the car's gone. I guess they're not home right now because that truck is always there at night. Okay. So he he goes into the house. Now, to me, though, if you're going to break into a house to steal stuff, whatever it is you're going to do, if you, I feel like you'd have to be looking for a baby to kidnap a baby. But maybe not, because they're saying broken house. Then he sees this baby, and maybe he thinks, a baby? I could take this baby, and my ex will get back with me. I'll call Megan. So She's going to love this. He breaks in to steal a wallet. Right. And he goes, holy shit, there's a baby there's here. A baby. That's the part. That bitch been asking for a baby for months. I, right. Let me grab the wallet and the baby and get the fuck out of here. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, and he calls uh, her. He's like, you're never going to guess what I got. I got you your fucking baby. And she's like, what? Right. And he's like, no, you said you wanted a baby. I got a fucking baby. I'm coming baby. over. I'm, coming I'm bringing over. over. I'm bringing She's like, a baby. Get away from She's like, me. fuck you. Hang up the phone. Oh, that is plausible to me at this point. Well, and with, I mean, it's not like I know Jersey. Obviously, I, I, I got his name wrong earlier. But the stuff that we do know about him, he had a pretty, looked like a pretty big criminal record and, and possibly a drug problem. So... You know, it's not the craziest oh, well, thing in the you're world. Guilty. It's not the craziest thing in the world. I'm just saying maybe he was high at the time. I've done you a lot of a things high. a criminal record and a possibly a drug problem. Right, that's what I'm saying. I've done a lot yeah. of things high that I wouldn't do sober. Steal a baby, one of them? Not one of them, but <laughs> right. there's different levels to this, right? And different kinds of drugs. I was never a meth guy, so I don't know exactly well, what Well, meth happens. makes you steal a baby. I don't know. I'm just saying, would it, would it be more likely that if you're going to steal a baby because You'd you're be on meth because drugs, of it? Yeah, maybe you haven't slept for a few days. I don't thinking, think that's I'm going to start a family. Well, anyway, you, you made it sound like, though, just now, that you do think that this is a decent enough theory, that if he'd gone into the house... It, when I was like, it is funny if he'd gone into the house and because... And he's like, oh, she always wanted a baby. I'll just grab the baby, too. Like, it seems so ludicrous that it seems so ludicrous that if I was a cop, I'd follow that a little bit. I'd be like, that seems strange. Well, let me go check this out. Right. Like, did he just randomly take the baby to give it to her? Right. Was it on a whim? Is that what we're talking about here? And then he calls her. She's like, you fuck, you're an insane person. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? And then he gets rid of the baby because she doesn't want it anymore. Right. 
There's a part of me that says, okay, maybe. I know. I'd I mean, like to follow up on that. We've heard crazier stories right. for sure. And, you know, it all seems to work. And it's just ludicrous that he would steal a baby on a whim to give it to an ex-girlfriend. But, you know, like you said, stranger things have happened. Right. And, and so then the public opinion about the parents being guilty, that was very strong early on, especially when the cops had said, well, they're not working with us right. anymore. And they implied that. Felt like as time went on and we started to see them on the news, more and more of us started to maybe think, I don't, I'm not so sure that it was the parents anymore. You know, I know the cops definitely made it seem like that, but now there are these other Because it incidents. doesn't work. It has to be on a whim. Yeah. If you use that story, if you go back to what you're saying, it would have to be that he decided at the moment to take the baby. Yes. Because you say, oh, well, he's wild Bill and you say, well, the car was gone, so right. that's why he's going to break in. Well, if the car was gone and exactly. that's why it breaks in, and then he, he doesn't no think there's a baby home. there. Right. So when he gets there, he's like, oh, fuck, look, a baby, I'll take that too. It'd have to be. That seems ridiculous. It does. It does. I've never heard of that if somebody just, like, you know what? I came here to rob a bank. There's a baby here. I'll take that thing too. Right. But. We've know, heard crazier stories. But. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we've certainly heard crazier stories. And that's what I'm saying. Maybe he's not thinking straight and. He is thinking about his ex and how she wanted to have a baby. He's like, oh, there's a baby. I'll take a baby. And then realizes what he's done at some point and gets rid of the baby. Now, as public opinion, I felt like at least, didn't you think that public opinion started to kind of turn back and, and there was sympathy again for the parents? I, I'm not saying that everyone thinks they're innocent, but certainly a lot more people went back to feeling sorry for the parents instead of thinking, oh, it must have been the parents. Because when the I story think people about her still drinking, think it's the parents. You do? Yeah. Because when the story I don't think people follow drinking. it as much as you do. Like, you know, so you got like, we're talking weeks now. People follow, they follow, they follow, and it starts right. to slow up a little bit. You're like, the parents did this. I've checked out. Yeah. That, because I mean, of the I alcohol. I hate to say it, yeah. but yeah. There was alcohol. The lying in the alcohol. I would say the most common theory was that there was probably an accident and she covered it up. Right. Which, okay. Which, it, in my mind, that was it. That's what happened. Eh, you know, well, you just can't prove it. Okay, well, then I don't need to watch these news stories anymore. Right. I've made up my mind. I know clearly that, you know, I'm just thinking back at that time, I think that's probably where my head was. Now, if that is what actually happened, then it would imply that those cell phones, I'm just trying to imagine Jeremy gets home, Deborah tells him, maybe she's already called him, I don't know, Deborah tells him what's happened. He gets home, and now he's like, he's formulating a plan, Right. I don't know if they've already hid the body or whatever. Again, this is just hypothetical. Then he says, I'm going to get rid of the phones yeah. because we talk to each other. And what I'll do is, at whatever time, I'm going to call Jersey's ex. The thing is, I don't know how he would have had her number. Her number was not in their phones. They didn't know her. The, Megan was interviewed by the local news and said, like, I didn't recognize them. You know, they weren't friends. So that's the thing where I go, if he was trying to set this up to look like an accident, how did he get in the middle of the night Megan's number? It's not impossible. There could be a, an explanation. And I, they never gave us any details about cell phone tracking that I recall or that right. I've read about, which normally... Well, these two things could be. I mean, I know it's a coincidence, but we've seen... If we're going to say that the guy just randomly decided on a whim to take a baby, they could be mutually exclusive. The, there could have been a problem with the baby and Jersey could have stolen the phones. Right. Like, he didn't have to steal the phones and the baby. He could have actually stolen the phones yeah. and made that call and the baby... Like, I know that's a weird coincidence, right? Something happens to the baby and the parents handle it, if that's even the word that you should use. 
and Jersey stole the phones. Right. And you're like, oh, well, that's preposterous, Laszlo. Well, it's not preposterous that he broke in a window to steal a purse and took a baby with him and tried to give it to his ex-girlfriend. It's a little preposterous, too. Right. Now, remember... So maybe Jersey stole the phones, and then they're like, hey, you stole a baby, too. He's like, what the fuck? Right. I just stole phones, man. It's totally possible. Right. And if you saw it and this wasn't unsolved, then, like, here's what actually happened. You go, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's still a crazy Bad luck. Yeah. Bad luck, Jersey. It's so bad luck that if that... If Jersey went to prison for 20 years... And 10 years later, uh, the Innocence Project got him out, and they were like, just so happens, dude broke in the house and stole the phones the same day mom killed the baby. Yeah. You'd be like, what the fuck, man? That's why I don't believe in the death penalty. Yeah. But you wouldn't, you'd be shocked. It'd be a story, but it Absolutely. Wouldn't, be, wouldn't be anything you hadn't seen on an HBO documentary once or twice. Exactly. So what? there are plenty of possibilities here, and some of those possibilities include that, that somehow the parents were involved. Now, the other things to add to this uh, as we finish up here, there was some more speculation about the parents. At one point, they'd said, the FBI or the police had said, hey, the parents are not granting us access to the older boys. Because remember, there's two older boys living in the house. And they said, we were supposed to interview the boys and and get uh, DNA samples. And they said no. Now, the story that I read is that the lawyer, Takapina, said no, but then did allow them to go in later to be interviewed. So they did eventually get to talk to the boys and I guess get those uh, DNA samples. Now, remember, this happened in 2011. In 2012, Debbie and Jeremy reported that their debit card had been fraudulently used on a website that provides false birth certificates. The Today Show and America Live both confirmed that the website existed. The attorney or their attorney also confirmed that the website had been visited. Police have said they're continuing their investigation and they um, believe that the baby may still be alive. Then you fast All forward. Right. Well, then this erases everything else before that. What? If we believe that, then Jersey didn't go on a fucking website and use their credit cards. To buy a birth right. certificate for this baby. That's right. not a thing. Right. We have to be somebody So we got to get rid of why he called the ex in the first place. Mm-hmm. So that's all gone now. If the, Right. If uh, if someone was actually trying to do this. And, and they're saying that someone visited the website. I mean, look, when you've had the bank call you and say, did you do this? Did you do this? A lot of times they're trying to test it. Who knows? Because, again, that right there could be something that throws us off when there's another explanation for why this. And maybe that website does other things. You know, I don't, I don't know. But it seems awfully suspicious, for right. sure, that, that their debit card would be used, you know, within a year a, right. to try and get it. And a few years later, there was this And big, who's still using a fucking debit card? What do you mean? All of wait, us. it's that. Wait, the parents used that debit card. Yeah, they said that it was Who their used debit, a fucking card. debit card. The parents said that their debit card had been fraudulently what? used on a website. Right. So, like, someone got the credit card numbers, or I don't. They didn't make it sound like it was out of their hands. They said well, that. Well, none of this makes any fucking sense, then. So, you're telling me Jersey steals the fucking phones, right? Let's just go through this as we can. Mm-hmm. Jersey steals the phones and takes the baby. Yeah. Because his girlfriend wants him to put a baby in her. Yeah. And he's like, okay. He calls her, she's like, no, or yes, whatever, interested in the baby or not. But with that, he also then somehow fraudulently gets the parents of that baby's debit card number, right? And waits for a year after the missing baby Lisa thing has been everywhere and decides, let me use those same credit cards I stole to try to go buy a birth certificate for a fucking baby? Well, that I'll ain't you, happening. I'll read you here. This is from the Today Show. And the other part of that is if the parents killed the baby, uh, what the fuck? They don't need a birth certificate, right? 
Right. Okay. So, so what are our theories here? We here, don't have any. From the Today Show, they Getting say. Getting angry. I need to go have a cigarette. They say in early November, just a, a, over a month after Lisa vanished, Irwin said his debit card was stolen. Okay. It says the card was suspended for a fraudulent charge for $69.04, while two other charges were attempted. He said the charge was made to a British website that advertises a service to legally change your name or your child's name online. The Kansas City Police said they're investigating the claim, but that it does not appear to be a promising lead or anything more than a routine case of a stolen credit card. That's why I'm wondering no, if this... No, 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 What? No? No, no. I'm not... I mean, this is ridiculous. There's a baby missing, mm -hmm. right? And then a year later, the people whose baby is missing, right? Their credit card is stolen. And of all the millions of businesses that are online, it happens to be used fraudulently at a business that allows you to make a birth certificate and change a baby's name. Is that what you're telling me? <sighs> Yes, but we also don't know what else this website does. And it, by the way, it, it says, what it, else says it, it was That's part of the website. It says it was a month after she vanished, according to this. So it says that this one says that it happened in November, the month after uh, she was taken. And so they canceled the card, but a few fraudulent charges were made. The police are saying this looks like it does. It's coincidental and doesn't have anything to do with it. At least according to that last but update. But it's their card. The yes, it's their card. How can it be coincidental? That, that, that they were trying to test this card or whatever they were doing. I don't know what they were buying but, on this website, and they were doing Because you remember 10 years ago, 11 years ago, no. how often your debit card got no, stolen? No, it was What I'm constant. telling you is that there's a baby missing, mm -hmm. and then that card, the numbers get stolen, and it's used just coincidentally on a website that allows you to change people's names and create a birth certificate. That's not a coincidence. That's not a coincidence. But, it's less of a coincidence than the guy walking in and stealing the baby. I understand what I'm saying is... For that, Maybe I'm retarded. That makes sense well, for I can't me. use that. I understand. Oh, it's toxic and problematic. Okay. I understand why that's a headline. But also, if you found out later, if the cops, if we had the cops here that followed this case and they were like, that website did a trillion different things. And people who steal credit cards would buy stuff there quite often. You know, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. There could be more information where you go, oh, there's no mm. evidence that they were actually trying to buy a birth certificate or change someone's I name. I love it. It, it would say that, it I like feel like. like a place that sells uh, they just fake said, birth certificates and donuts or something, fake Jordans. I don't know what they sell, but they, you know, <laughs> if you're stealing credit cards, maybe you buy this fraudulent shit there. I don't know. But they don't say in that story that they tried to use the money to change a name or to buy a birth certificate. If you notice, both of those stories just say that that website advertises that that's one of the things they do. It does not say that that's what the money was used for. And obviously, if the police looked into it and they were like, yeah, this is just a stolen credit card. It's routine. Uh, we don't think it has anything to do with the baby. Now, a couple years later... All right, can we, can we pause we're, here? We're, we're, we're about done. I think we're, we're, this is the end here because Jesus. in 2013, there was a girl who... I don't know if you remember this, who was discovered in a Romanian camp in Greece. Oh, yeah, and, I do. They said it was a bunch of gypsies. Yes, and she looked... There was, there'd been age right. progression pictures of baby Lisa, and it looked like Lisa. And someone had reported her, and so they looked into this... They went and got DNA, and it turns out she was not uh, baby Lisa. As far as I know, that is the last major update to the story. This uh, Jersey guy, I've looked to try and find where he's at, what he's up to. I don't know if they even know where he's at at this point in time. A couple of things I saw, I don't know when they were filmed, they were saying that they couldn't find him, that he had maybe left town. But that's basically the end of it. So before we go here, since this is, we're done. I just want to know, if you could win a bunch of money by getting it right, what's your theory? Where do you stand now? With all that, and I think that's most of it, 
What do you think? I just watching the parents do those interviews, and if the parents were trying to hide an accident, I would I would have thought that for sure. But then when you get the multiple witnesses of a guy walking down the street, including the neighbor who I assume might have yeah, recognized but those Jeremy, are, uh, fun. you know, nobody came before. I, those whenever you hear people talk about. What people saw and what they didn't see, you know, that's hard to trust that. Well, but I mean, you got a two eye, at least two eyewitnesses that saw this guy in person. One says he talked to him. This biker says he talked to him. I mean, I, I trust that. I know some people might lie, but you've got two of well, them that said they that saw the guy lie, with the well, baby. I don't know if he's lying, but you know what? You know what, how hard and cold are the facts on that? Seeing a baby out at four a.m. with you know pajamas on when it's cold out is an unusual thing, and so. You would notice it. Someone's walking down your street. If you got up for some reason in the middle of the night, or if you had to leave for work at 3.30 in the morning, and you saw a guy walking down the street with a baby, that's it's something you'd remember. Most things were just you know in yeah. and out, no reason to remember. But that's a strange sight, which I think is why these two people reported it, and one of them thought it was strange enough to actually approach the guy. To me, that's very important. And then the fact that the stolen phone called this girl, who was the ex of Jersey, I gotta if I'm betting money on it, I got to think that he had something to do with it. That's where I put my money. You don't? I don't know. I don't like the idea that he didn't that he didn't think anybody was home. Right, of course. And broke in and stole a baby. That means he stumbled upon a baby and yep. stole it. That yes. just doesn't happen. Right. I don't I, I mean, I guess it could, but it seems off. Right. But if someone told you that he was high out of his mind at the time and said exactly what you said, he thought, I saw this baby, I thought maybe Megan would get back with me. She said she wanted a baby. We could just change her name. I guess. I mean, when you haven't, and I'm not saying I don't know what he was on or wasn't on, but if you are on something like Matthew, you haven't slept in a few days, you can start to have some Let me take the baby. crazy thoughts. You know, things make sense that should not but make sense. But then she didn't hear anything. Who didn't? The mom. The mom was passed out because she was drunk. I know, because she was drunk, but that drunk? I mean, yeah. how much wine did she drink? Well, she kept changing it. It turned, it, it was more and more and more to the point where she finally admitted that she was hammered. And she changed the last time she said she saw Lisa. She'd been saying that she went and checked on her last at 10 or 10.30, and then she admitted later that it was more like 7, 7.30. And uh, then she was drinking with her neighbor and passed out drunk. So the police thought, well, she was so drunk that if someone did try and get through the window, why was the front door unlocked? I think that's explainable by she was drunk. Maybe she just forgot to lock the door, right? right? But others speculate, no, someone came through the window and left out the front door and obviously couldn't lock it. They don't have a key. And so that's why the front door was open. Or the well, He person wouldn't could, know that. Who wouldn't? See, we all go back to Jersey, wouldn't know that the front door was open. Right, but he could unlock it from the inside, obviously. Right, but I'm just saying, so he's still got to break through the window, probably. Right. that's what so they're saying. He would have came through the window. The cops said it wouldn't be that easy. No, but it is now, possible. Here's a chance. Yeah, but, he, you know, they're in a neighborhood. So, uh, you know, there's people, in, a, in the sense of things, there's people up at 3.30 in the morning who see... Jersey walking with a baby, but there's nobody who sees anybody breaking through a window. I mean, it does happen though a lot. People do break into homes. They don't usually do it at night, but if they do, it's I mean, because nobody's the chances? home. I mean, the chances that they saw somebody at four o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. are a lot less than somebody breaking into the house at ten o'clock, and yet they still see the person at ten o'clock. Right. I don't know what time they saw. I think the guy who was leaving for work that might have been three ish in the morning, three thirty in the morning. Could have even been four o'clock in the morning. I'm not exactly sure. It coincided around the time that they saw the guy show up at the gas station it would have been shortly after the first witness had said that he'd seen the guy with the baby so you know he could have been walking around with that baby for a couple of hours you see what i'm saying i don't know but this guy has broken into other houses in the neighborhood gone through windows 
I don't know. Maybe they could even say that a lot of times when he goes to the window, he just goes back out the front door to be less suspicious. If I broke in through the window because it was open, I think I would go out the front door on my way out because now at least half of my have to, uh, right. visibility here Especially is less I suspicious. Pick up a baby on the way. Exactly. You can't come. Well, how are you get a baby like out the window? Yeah, I would. I would go out the front door. I think most people would if you were known, Laszlo, yeah. for being a window guy. Uh, you know what? My money's probably, it's ludicrous to think that, that that happened. And then here's the thing. Are you telling me that there's, so there's a guy mm-hmm. that's walking around in this world right now, mm-hmm. perhaps even listening to this podcast, who liked to smoke meth. I don't know. And was known for breaking into window, houses through the window. I do know that. And this guy, right? Yeah. Got a drug problem, right? It steals phones. Right? This guy sneaks through a window, stumbles upon a baby while the mom is drunk and passed out, right? Mm-hmm. Steals the baby and decides to steal the phones too, mm-hmm. right? Then leaves through the front door, calls his ex girlfriend and says, Do you want a baby? She says, Are you insane? No, I don't want a baby, right? Mm-hmm. So then takes the baby, gets stopped by a guy on a motorcycle and says, what are you doing with the baby? And he says, I'm good. Mind your own business. Keeps walking. Another guy sees him and gets so freaked out, he calls his wife and says, lock the door, right? He keeps walking. Yeah. And then, maybe or maybe not, but if the story's right, and then a year later, tries to get a fake birth certificate for said baby... Well, okay. Someone does using a year later. It doesn't say that they tried to do that, though. A year later, the mom and dad whose baby is missing. It's a month later, yeah. A month later. A month later, the mom and dad whose baby is missing, their credit card is used on a site that sells fake birth certificates. At least one of the things they do. Right. So all these things happen, right? And the cops can't catch this guy because he's what? That stealth? He left no evidence? He's a genius. He stumbled on a baby and took it. And you're telling me he that they can't catch him? Well, and the crazy thing, too, now is trying to think I mean, to, to me, that's to like 2011. It's almost where, unbelievable that this guy wouldn't, that he didn't, he didn't leave any fingerprints anywhere. He didn't do anything. Right. The fingerprints thing, I think, is an obvious one, if, especially if he went through a window. Now, DNA in 2011, I don't know where we were at with touch DNA. You know, now they're just like, oh, someone slid right. across here. They breathed in here. They can usually find some sort of touch DNA. 2011, I don't know. They might have still needed a, you know, a speck of blood or spit or something to get the DNA, but I'm not positive about that. And one more thing to add, you know, these lawyers, they went on their way. Uh, Bill Stanton went on his way. The benefactors, I guess, you know, stopped paying them and, and they moved on. But they did have uh, hire other lawyers. And what year was this? Back in 2000. It wasn't too long after it happened. Um, oh, this might have actually been the, the lawyer that they had before Takapina came in. But he actually said to the media that, a 17-year-old who's anonymous, they're not saying who the 17-year-old is, I guess, because he's a minor, that or she, that she overheard a conversation between Jersey and some other person that she didn't know, and that Jersey was talking about, bragging about how he got paid $300 to kidnap baby Lisa. That story, to me, is so loose, and I don't even know if it's worth it including. doesn't make any sense, again, because the car was gone. Right. So if, if if anything that we know about this, then he broke in because the car was gone, then he would think the baby's gone too. Right. 
If so you think all that's could, dismissed. Unless they're saying... Literally, he had to stumble upon a baby and take it. Unless, and I don't know if Bill Stanton, if he was here, what he would say, but unless, if he was trying to get the baby, maybe he did know that mom and the kids are on her car's there, but dad's car is gone. The work truck is gone. So she's in there alone. You know, if, if that's one of their theories, I don't, right. I don't know. I just got to lean towards the fact that people saw a guy walking down the street with the baby makes me think it was not the parents. I, I, I feel badly that I was so certain that they did it after the police came out and gave that press conference. I mean, I guess I'm going to, I mean, and then he, the, I don't know. The fact, so stupid. <laughs> I mean, the fact that this, I know you want to dismiss this birth certificate buying thing, but I'm not, I can't get past I'm just, that. It could be a red herring for sure. But if it, the, the, their debit cards were used fraudulently a month later, that's a huge coincidence. I, I that, know, that one man. doesn't bother me so much. I feel like that just because I've seen these things so many times. My debit card used to get stolen constantly. I finally to the point where I said, "Get rid of it." Give but me it would be card. like the, the it would be like if your debit card got stolen fraudulently and then used on a kratom website. Okay, but like that's a big coincidence. Like you use that. This is a person whose debit card was stolen and used at a place that sells birth certificates. Right. I don't know what else this website did. I don't and care I think, what else they sell. Well, it's still I do because one that if, does. if they said, hey, it was used to try and purchase a new birth certificate or it was used to try and buy baby name changing, then that would be something. But they don't say that. They just say a website that offers that. Well, if the police looked into it, they can probably well, see what it was other, used how for. How many other websites offer that I'm service? I'm saying, what, what all does this website offer? I don't know. Well, if it's that stuff, that's sneaky shit. Right, absolutely. So they're using it there for right. whatever it is. Their debit card's being used at a place that apparently helps you change your identity. Right. Or sneaky shit. Right. Right? So they're trying. somebody's trying to do sneaky shit with their debit cards. Sure, they're stealing credit cards. It's not like they're going cards. to... Uh, you know, uh, eBay and getting that. Right, they're stealing credit cards. But I think, look at it this way, it could be like saying, hey, you know, we're looking for this murderer who killed someone with a hammer, and then they say, a month later, Reed's debit card was used at a truck stop that sells, or they wouldn't even say that, they just say was used at a place that sells big hammers. Well, it turns out it's a giant truck stop that sells tools and everything else, and I bought cherry pies while I was there, but they don't mention that because it doesn't make a good story. The police look into it. Except for hammers can be sold anywhere. They, Birth certificates aren't really that readily that I, available. I, right, I'm just saying, I don't know stops. I don't know what all this this website does. It says changing names. I'd, I'd be curious. I wish if the, that there was a copier who could tell us. And that's another thing. I know it's an open investigation. I'm sure they'd say it's open technically. I wish that we could talk to some police and just say, hey, you know, anonymously at least, as a source, tell us, what is the word around the station? When, when baby Lisa's name comes up, what do people say? Do they all say, we know who did it, we just can't prove it? And if so, are they still leaning towards the parents? Do they think it's his Jersey guy? Do they think it's someone else entirely? And I'm with you, Lazo. If it was Jersey, how does he get away with it without leaving yeah, a fingerprint? Thing, nothing. Like, they're nothing. They're just like, this guy. This guy. And now you're picturing him like, you know, uh, the brother-in-law on Christmas vacation. Yeah. This guy stumbles in, he's going to steal some stuff and just takes a baby, yeah. and the cops can't catch him because he's that smart? Right. I mean, if he's wearing gloves, it I guess he'll really be fingerprints, feels like, but even, even if you're wearing gloves, now it's, it's hard to think of it in today's You're telling me you can't, a guy who would be high enough to, and dumb enough to stumble into a house and steal a baby, you can't interrogate him and get him to say something? Right, that's what I'm this saying, This guy's too. still, like, stonewalling you? Yeah. I just don't, I find it hard to believe.
Yeah, I, I mean, find it. I, I do. I, I find well, it hard to believe that jersey the guy. Let's say he did wear gloves since he is a burglar. Let's say that he did wear gloves at least. They don't have fingerprints, and I don't know. Maybe touch DNA wasn't really a thing okay. in 2011. Then what? Then then maybe maybe I'm saying it's possible that the cops right now, if you were able to ask them, would say we know he did it, but we can't prove it. You know. But I, sometimes when well, the cops feel that way. It? Because we don't have any DNA, we don't have I know, prints. but still, like Jesus. Right. Like if you, I mean, um, I would think under interrogation, Cousin Eddie's going to break. And maybe they went to the prosecutors and said, hey, you know, we think this is the guy. And the prosecutor's like, you don't have a good enough case. There, it's, it's too circumstantial. We need something else. Juries love DNA. Juries love a fingerprint. I don't know. So that's the mystery. And by the way, if you have theories about it, if you think I fucked this up completely, feel free to I uh, you did a great chat job. with us. Well, I appreciate it. That was we got that out of the way. Now we did a. I promise you, you could do one mystery. true crime podcast. A year? Can I do one a year? Okay. One a year. All right. He's gonna let me do one a year. One, one a year. year. We done? Yeah. This is toxic. Hey, wait, no, no, no. Hey, don't forget these guys. Yes, we got a couple of things to mention here. Yeah. Look uh, at that. Go to our website, please, Lazlo.church. and we want to thank Mitra for finally. Yeah, being a sponsor. Being a sponsor, sponsor, a Kratom sponsor of this program. I can't believe it took this long to get a Kratom sponsor. By the way, not any Kratom sponsor. All these people who've been asking us, you know, how do I, what, I, what kind, how much should I take? What, what kind do I get? Just go to Mitra's website. Go to Mitra-9. It's M-I-T-R-A-9.com. They've got seltzers. Yep. They're all different I use these flavors. Go packs. I was great. drinking one last night, and these Go Packs are amazing. It looks like yep. a little. I had one right before we started this podcast. That's how I got through it. Yep. You just open it up, Maybe put it in your water there. bottle. I think we put it in a mug of water for last day. But listen, use the promo code while you're there problematic yeah if you use it then we get a cut of it i'm not gonna lie to you about it that right. helps us so yes. you know if you're going if you want kratom you want to try it you want to buy some go to that website mitra-9.com yes buy some stuff and then use the code word problematic right yes which will give you a discount site-wide is what he told me and i mean we've we've really moved up in the world not just because we have a sponsor but now we have classy kratom yeah snow okay. i don't have to put powder into an old gatorade jug anymore this is good stuff so go right. to their website those go packs I mean, especially, yeah, yeah. I took some of them home because I've got friends who, my brothers are always like, I'm afraid I take too much. They like it, but they they don't want to mix it themselves. They don't know how much to take. Those things would be perfect for that. So thank you to Mitra. Go to Lazo.Church, buy some merch. Yes, please go to Lazo.Church. Right. And follow us on social media, right. which and you can then, do there. Uh, there'll be a link in the uh, podcast where, you know, if you want to support the show, you can do so. Right? Yes. Yep. And uh, yeah, those, all that other uh, stuff. Those are the links. Bomb Pop's going to read the credits. Yep. Here we go, Bomb Pop. Take it away. And that is it. Thank you for listening to today's show. If you'd like to help support the show, you can do so by checking out the links in the episode description. Often an album added is produced by Spencer Wolf. Closing credits read by me, Bomb Pop. Theme music provided by our friend George, who can be found at Kid Computer on Instagram. Thanks for listening to Talkie Monday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 